Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Man, thank you for joining me again today. Today, we're going to talk about price objection. Had a question from one of my members in the Sales Mastery Academy. Now, if you're not familiar with the Sales Mastery Academy, go to salesmasteryacademy.us. That's salesmasteryacademy.us, where I have over 25 courses, 300-plus videos, and my books, all 13, including my new book, Sales Ex Machina, How Artificial Intelligence is Changing the World of Selling. Now, this person has a question, and the question is, Victor, when do I insert price objection? In other words, how do I block price objection? Now, before I get into answering that question, let's take a step back for those of you who are not familiar with my program called Response Block Selling or Blocking Objections. Now, in my program, I highlight, if not illustrate in so many ways, that the best thing to do is not overcome objections, it is to block objections for this reason. When a customer raises an objection, you now find yourself in a defensive position. Like, for example, the customer says, Victor, you know, it's more than I expected to pay. You know, that price is just too high compared to everybody else. Now, as soon as that person says that to me, I now have to defend myself. Well, no, Mr. Customer, it really depends on what you're buying, really depends on what you're comparing it to. And now I find myself again explaining myself. And when I'm doing so, I am not in a position of power. Let me say that again. When I am defending myself, when I am explaining myself, I am not in a position of power. And so what I teach in Response Block Selling, Blocking Objections, the course that's in the Sales Mastery Academy, is learn to raise the objection. And I talk about psychologically why this is more effective. And by raising the objection, you now take control of the conversation. And number two, not only do you take control, you can dispose of that objection and tie it down so it doesn't impact your close rate. Now, said another way, if I raise the objection, dispose of it, tie it down so it doesn't become an objection anymore, when I get to the end of my sales process, I will close more effectively. Again, for more details, go to salesmasteracademy.us. So the question back again is, when do you insert a price objection block? In other words, when do we discuss it? So let's pretend that we're talking to a customer for one hour. Right? That's the typical sales process. And let's just assume this is a basic contract sale, right? In other words, I can be, let's say, a roofer, HVAC company, whatever it may be, right? And it's a one-hour conversation. Well, somewhere in there, I know that the customer's thinking about price. So one of the things I often recommend is insert a price objection early using the response block structure I teach you. By inserting price objection early. In other words, by blocking the objection early, the client is now more focused on the value as opposed to how much. Let me illustrate this quickly. If I'm doing a one-hour presentation walkthrough and I'm basically showing you things, right? You're only thinking in the first 10 or 20 minutes, how much is this going to cost? 20 minutes go by, 30 minutes go by, I'm still talking, explaining, we're having conversation, but you as a customer are still thinking, oh, how much is this going to cost? And every time I say, well, it includes this, it also includes that, you also get this, you also get that, you're only thinking about, oh, how much is this going to cost? And then you ask the salesperson, well, can you give me an idea of cost? Salesperson is going to say, 
Victor, give me a second. Uh, you know, let me just code through a couple more things and I'll give you the price. And now you're at 45 minutes and you're still thinking, oh, how much is this going to cost? Finally, around, let's say, time 50 minutes into the conversation, salesperson gives you the price and you're like, whoa, that's really more than I expected to pay. You know what? Let me think about it. In other words, in this scenario, when you don't bring up price, the customer is all constantly thinking, how much, how much, but... If you insert price objection early, for example, within the first 10 minutes, after you understand what the customer wants, after you empathize with the customer, you say something like this, Mr. Customer, based on what I see and what you're telling me, let me just go ahead and get something out of the way, which is pricing. And then here's where I raise the price. What you're hoping to get is going to be between this and this. This is kind of the price range. Now, stop right there for a moment. The customer's thinking... Well, I'm hoping I'm towards the lower range. But now what you've done is by giving the customer a range, you now basically have calmed the customer down a little bit. Or you can be more specific. Mr. Customer, based on what you're asking, the price is going to be this. So as opposed to a range of price, you give them a specific price. Now, again, I could raise the price like this. Mr. Customer, many of my clients say that our products are more expensive than our competitors. But that really depends on what you're buying. Notice how I raised the objection. But let me go ahead and show you a couple of things to make sure that you're comparing apples to apples. Do you mind? Customer says, yeah, go right ahead, Victor. And then I go ahead and show them how our prices aren't really more expensive. They're really in line with what everybody else is offering. And then if you studied my course, you know you tie the price down, the objection down by saying, based on what I've shown you, Mr. Customer, can you now see how we're really not that much more expensive? Customer's going to go, yeah. So in other words, by handling this early on in the conversation, you basically calm the customer down. And now, because you've already talked about price early on, every time you say it includes this, this, and this, customer's thinking, oh, okay, so I get that also further on in the conversation. And you also get this. And what we're also going to do is this. Customer says, okay, I can see why this is costing this much. In other words, now, instead of going, how much, how much, how much, the customer is rationalizing why the cost is the cost or what the price is. In other words, every time you add value, you mention something of value, the customer adds that to the price in a positive way. When you don't talk about pricing and you add value, in other words, you mentioned it includes this, it includes that, and the customer doesn't know the price, it causes them brain pain. In other words, they don't see the value. So always present price early in the conversation. You gotta find the right moment to do so. It's not you know something fixed. You have to feel it. Again, when you've basically gotten enough information from your customer, when you've basically understood the customer's real concern, that's when you may want to begin to talk about and blocking price objection early on. And again, the sooner you deal with pricing early on, one, the sooner you qualify the client, two, the customer now feels more comfortable understanding what the price or the price range is. Range is, And then now when you talk about value, the customer begins to do this mental calculus in their head like, okay, it includes that, it includes that, it includes that. So again, the answer to the question is, when should you insert price blocking 
Again, do it early on as soon as you can, but make sure that you've asked all enough questions, you understand the client, they know what they want, they've transmitted that to you, now you're ready to basically give them some sort of pricing. So again, keep this strategy in mind. In my Sales Mastery Academy, again, go to salesmasteracademy.us, look at the Response Block Selling video series, but also download the book that goes with it. I have about 22 examples of different objections that you'll get from customers and how to block those objections. Anyway, that's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, I get a lot of questions, and I know I have not answered many of your questions. Again, I'm, I'm overwhelmed by the number I get. I really do appreciate that. I'll try to answer as many as I can, so be patient. Also, again, check out the Sales Mastery Academy, 25 courses, 300 videos, and the books. I really want you to read my new book, Sales X Machina, How Artificial Intelligence is Changing the World is Selling. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you. Shall we wait for the drop? I think we should. Here it comes. I love that part. Anyway, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.